Welcome to Beside the Burn for Tuesday the 28th of June. Today we are in Philippians chapter 4 and we're going to cover verses 4 to 9. There's a lot to pack into this uh, today. So we're going to get straight in and look at these verses together and see what Paul is telling us to do as we seek to follow Jesus and find joy in him. So Paul uses his refrain once again of finding joy in Jesus Christ and in serving him. And he begins verse 4 by saying, Rejoice in the Lord always. And then just to emphasize it and to make sure that we realize that this is an important command that Paul is giving us, he says, I will say it again, rejoice. This is important. And it's been the theme that we've been thinking about the whole way through, finding joy right here. And Paul is telling us to rejoice. Rejoice. This is what we need to do as followers of Jesus Christ. Now, again, I'm sure I've said this many times already. This does not mean to say that everything is going right. This doesn't mean to say that we're pleased with everything in our lives. But what we are saying is that we will find joy in the Lord, whatever is happening in our lives, whether we like it or we don't, we will still rejoice to know that we are in God's care and he is watching over us. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. And we said on Sunday how it was important to show gentleness to those who are going to be judged when the Lord is near. When the Lord returns, there will be judgment. There will be a a terrible sense of separation from God as he comes and he sorts the wheat from the chaff. And sometimes we almost bring that judgment on now before Jesus comes and we condemn people. But here Paul's telling us to be gentle and to show a caring side, that we want people to avoid the judgment, that we want people to be ready when the Lord comes. And therefore, that is why we are telling them about their sin, because we love them and we do not want to see them perish. Let's move on to verse 6 and 7, because here we have this great set of verses about prayer and about the power of prayer and how wonderful prayer is. And again, this is a verse that encourages us to pray. It doesn't rebuke us because we haven't been praying enough or we haven't been praying the right way. It's an encouragement to come to the Lord and speak to him. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Present your requests to God. So no matter what is going on, we bring our requests to God and he hears us and he listens to us. And whenever we bring our requests to God, that takes away our anxiousness. It takes away our worry and replaces it with God's peace. And Paul tells us that in verse 7, the peace of God... That peace that transcends all understanding, well, it's going to guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Remember, he's already asked us to think like Jesus Christ, to have the same attitude as Jesus Christ. He encouraged the two women to think alike. 
And here we're told that we are to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. This whole idea of guarding our hearts is very important. We're going to see in the next couple of verses how we do guard our hearts. But if we allow our hearts to stay open to all that the world throws at us, then we are in a very precarious position. We're in a very dangerous position because the world will fill our hearts with things that are not from God. It will fill our hearts with things that will really displease God and and take us away from God and will harden our hearts and put up barriers to God. So we need to make sure that we guard our hearts and our minds so that we are open to Jesus and we fill ourselves with Jesus. What is it that Paul says here in verses 8 and 9? Finally, brothers and sisters, tells us what to think about, the things that we need to bring in to guard our hearts and our minds in Jesus Christ. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Think about such things. This is how we guard our hearts and minds. This was the passage that was given to our Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, to read at the Queen's Jubilee service of Thanksgiving. And he was asked to read about whatever is true and noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable. And verse 9 leads on from the thinking into the doing, that it's not just enough to think about these things, We need to put them into practice. We need to obey them. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Here's this peace again. We cannot overemphasize how important it is to know God's peace, to be at peace in our lives. Because again, this world would cause us turmoil would try to shake us up, would try to make us unsteady and would try to make us to look elsewhere for contentment and peace. And yet Paul reminds us that it's only in God. So look, don't be anxious, don't be worried, pray and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Let's turn to him in prayer. Lord Jesus, guard our hearts and minds today, we pray. We acknowledge today, Lord, that there are many things that we allow into our hearts and minds that keep us away from you. And so, Lord, just in our hearts now, we pray that through your Holy Spirit, you would reveal something to us that we need to keep away from, that we need to remove from our lives so that we might be guarded and so that we might be kept with you. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.